All right, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the B-Void Podcast. Come on in, listen, get your ears tight because we're going to drop some knowledge today. Oh, yeah, we got, we got something good we're going to talk about today, so make sure you stay tuned, you know. Yep. take some good stuff. If you can, take some notes, you know, because all this information that we always try to deliver, we live it, you know, and we're always just trying to transmute it to you guys. So hopefully it can help y'all lives out and lead you guys to the becoming the best versions of yourselves because – that's all we got to do in this life. And so a big thing I want to start out with, uh, Jordan, is just, man, as I, you know, look at my environment and observe it to its best of my abilities on an everyday continuously learning, I just look and I, from my analyzation, I just don't see people loving themselves enough. You know, and that's a big part of life. It's like we have to love ourselves more by learning about ourselves more. Um, to what makes us emotionally get our triggers pulled, you know, what drives us up and down uh, internally, what what affects our moods by the physical things that we eat, um, by the physical things people say to us, mm. right? And so we're not taking enough importance of paying attention to ourselves. And I feel like a lot of people <laughs> give themselves limits already before they know what they can do. So mm. that's why it's important to, you know, push past them so you know you're potential and you can maximize that which is an important part of the process that we both talk about a lot the purification process and a lot of that stuff yeah and we're gonna dive into this purification process but but not quite yet we want to give a little bit more details before we get into that um but we are i look at us as human beings we're man we're powerful beyond measure and a lot of us don't tap into our potential before we go and we're not looking at how to have more longevity, vitality, you know, these things that help us have purpose in life. Um, and with us evolving ourselves, having a higher vibration in life, that helps everybody else. But we have to focus on ourselves first. You know, what we focus on when we focus on ourselves impacts externally the people around us. Um, I don't know if you know about the 100, 100 monkey syndrome. I tapped into that a little bit on my TikTok, but... You know, it's basically the more we focus on ourselves, the more we impact our external reality. Um, and that can, it's a trip because when I started focusing on myself, like cold heartedly a lot uh, with my health, uh, with my mindset on an everyday, you know, I started talking to people about what I was going through, you know, and what I was trying to impact. And, and they're like, well, why did you become vegetarian or why did you do this and why did you do that? And the more I talked about it, the more people started asking me, how do we get to that point, too? And that's when I had big realization of, man, I got to keep doing what I'm doing because now people are starting to change or starting to think about what they're um, ingesting on an everyday just because of what I did. Yeah, they just pick up on the, the energy in the field. They realize you're not part of the hive mind. You kind of live and doing, doing your own thing and uh, thriving from it. So it kind of sets an example for uh, standing out in front of a crowd with um, a lot of people don't no you got it you got it um i i get what you're saying i get what you're saying um but it's just like people having realization of they need to take their lives more importantly just like they got a car they get their oil change they get their premium they get in the tune-ups everything is good with their car but they're not thinking about how they're they're their own car they're their own vessel and their temple, whatever you want to call it. But you got to take care of that like you take care of your car, like your most expensive house, most expensive piece of uh, asset that you have. You're going to take care of that because you put a lot of money. You invest a lot of time in getting that. Right. And so we have to invest in ourselves. That's what I'm trying to say. 
we don't invest in ourselves, which I call loving yourself more, because the more you invest time in learning about who you are, that makes you evolve. Um, and I believe that we have been lowered down and not stressed enough by our parents or, you know, so I won't say all parents or all families, but a lot of us, like I say, with my observation, when I coach certain things, it's like, you know, I see these parents, you know, talking their kids down, but not building them up. It's like, you got to know that, yeah, you had a setback, but that's for your biggest comeback. <laughs> you hear that all the time. That's a good one. But setbacks are preparing you for your biggest comeback. And so a lot of unlock, not unlocked potential within our kids, us as adults, you know, or even going to become adults, you know, it's just, we got to get into that mindset of, Love yourself. Think about every day. How can I heal myself? How can I become my own doctor? Mm. How can I become my own teacher, my own counselor, therapist, whatever it is? But because you think about it, when you go to a doctor's office, they just ask you, what's your symptoms? What you've been ingesting on every day? You know, what's been going on in your environment? You can do that. Yeah. And you got to you got to want it for yourself, too. Not just for the image of it, for the people around you to see like that's who you are. But you have to live it. You have to want it want to be better for yourself you have to you know take the action and have the strong intention and willpower to do it yeah behind closed doors exactly exactly when nobody's looking you know do things in secret and let people see how you thrived and then they ask you about your story how'd you get to where you got you know it's a lot of hard work it's a lot of journey that comes in but you got to embrace the journey love the journey because it's a part of who you are um speaking of journeys jordan man What's what got you started? What got you becoming like, you know, a vegan and getting to the sea moss and all that stuff? What got you there? Honestly, bro, two things: uh, influence and information. Mm, okay. Because once I started paying attention to things that I didn't know before, because it's weird. Like uh, growing up in schools, they never taught me any of this, but until I experienced it all for myself, that's when I learned that there's a whole bunch of information out there that can lead you to this road of maximizing your potential and being the best uh, version of you. So once I, like, had that grasp, I kind of uh, manipulated it to where the people around me that influenced helping that, like, I kept them around me, and I kept building up with them. And, man, it was a long journey, but, yeah, just the sea moss and the herbs and all that, it was really to better myself and uh, show people my true self and be comfortable in it, even though sometimes I can't be. And show them that it's okay to be themselves, too. Not everybody's perfect, but that's their unique way. And everybody can contribute to this uh, collective in, in any way, uh, shape, or form. Okay, okay. I hear you out. But what what, um, what got you, like, I need to, like, take more importance of healing my body? Or what, what steps did you take, like, becoming a vegan? Like, because that's a hard step. You know, or just, you know, living a healthier lifestyle, sometimes vegan, vegetarian, plant-based, you know, these fancy words that don't need to really be paced, placed on these things, but it's just you living a healthier lifestyle. Like, what got you to that point or even thinking about it? Man, it was rough, bro. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, all a, a good start. I was always in and out of the hospital. I didn't have a health insurance. Mm. So that was one of the big things. Like, I had to really focus on what I was doing for myself because if I get messed up, I owe money. I owe a lot of money. Yeah. And I I have the money at the time. So I was really in a struggling situation where I had to be put through a, a furnace and come out of it and realize what I had to do for myself to 
to better it, bro. And yeah, just um, so that that's what got you going. Just yeah, bro. The, the hardships, the, the hardships of uh, I had to go through the struggle to realize like there was more for me than mm. the struggle because that's all I knew at one point. So that's all I saw my uh, potential as until I was until I seek the like bettering myself. I, I stopped depending on other people to uh, make sure that I'm good. Okay. Because if I was to mess up, uh, it would be on me. It's my responsibility for myself. So it kind of also helped me take accountability of my own health in all aspects. Cause once I started focusing on the sea moss and the herbs, it started like laying over into my mental health and my well being. And it, it, it just, uh, touched a lot of people. Yeah. Like, most importantly, myself, you know, behind the closed doors, all the stuff I had to endure, and I came out of it, and, man, it's it's hard to explain, bro. Words can't no, explain it, but good, it's, it's a heart, heart-fulfilling thing. It's, uh, a, it's a beautiful thing to hear, hear stories like this, you know. I wouldn't say my journey was like yours. Uh, it's a tiny bit different, but because the environment that I grew up in, and I like to hear different perspectives because everybody has their road to where they got to get to where they want to be. Right. And continue to go in that that direction. Um, But it's crazy in my my perspective. You know, I knew that I need to eat my vegetables. I knew that I need to eat my fruits, you know, but it was like growing up. It was just I eat whatever. You know, know? it was was literally just eat what you can till you're not hungry. Like that's how it was for a little bit until I realized like a lot of my diseases, a lot of my, you know, mental outrages was from what I was putting in my system. Mm. And once I became conscious of that, that's when I started, you know, experimenting with myself, controlling it, and seeing results. It's not always going to be the result you expect. You're going to have a lot of mess-ups, but then out of that is that one success, and it's worth all the mess-ups because it's like mastery. Yep. Yep, it's like you're taking those steps forward, which you need, and you're seeing the results, and you're like, man, my past self was like this. And I see the bad parts in my past self, and I don't want to be that person no more. And so I like to say we we have all these layers like an onion, right? And we can always peel those layers off, and those now are part of our past. We don't got to look back at it, but we got to be thankful for it, right? Because that got us to realization of I need to treat my body a little bit better. And that goes back to, you know, what I was trying to say. Like, once again, I was around an environment that it taught me how to be healthy, but I wasn't choosing that route. You know, I was just eating whatever, but I was a multi-sport athlete. So I was always burning those calories off and doing the things I needed to do. So that stuff wasn't sitting in my system. But if I could take myself back to then and realize if I would have been healthier and eating the right things to optimize my performance, oh, my God. Like, I was already a decent athlete, but Mm -hmm. I could have excelled way higher than I even was, you know, or even I thought I could be. And so what's crazy is I remember I was like, shoot 25 after school you know I got I just got my AA and I wasn't really didn't know what I wanted to do you know did I want to continue wrestling in college or did I want to go back to college you know because college you go and it's like if you don't have a clear mindset of what exactly you want to major in and this and that it gets hard Mm because sometimes there's a lot of people that they just go to college because you know it's part of society you know uh, live with your family get out of high school get good grades go to college get a job right Reproduce, yeah, reproduce, and repeat, reproduce. Repeat the same thing. File your taxes. You're not really told to think for yourself or think outside of the box. Uh, we're just kind of contained in how we can work for the agenda that's already put into place, which isn't always for our best interest. 
Yeah, always. And it's just, you know, it's part of the society and the system. And like, once again, I didn't, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so I had moved back with my parents and I was like helping them out working, you know. And then I remember one day I started, I started reading a lot of articles for whatever interest. I just see certain things that went to spark my interest. And I remember reading this article that says, why to be healthier in your twenties than any other age. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was just like, Hmm, let me read this. I'm in my twenties. Maybe I should start being a little healthier. I don't know. And so I started reading it, and the the general basis of it, to short summarize everything, was if you're healthier at a younger age, it helps you with when you get sick, you'll heal faster. Um, When you get bones and aches, they won't last as long. Um, One, you won't even get as sick. You will prevent diseases. You will prevent all these things that we cause on ourselves through the things that we digest on every day. Right. Or through our environment of our friends and stuff that we're not mentally aware of because uh, we stress and all these things that add to it. But it really got me thinking. I was just like, man, maybe I should start drinking more water instead of soda. Cause soda is bad. Maybe I should stop eating so many waffles because egos do have all this, this and that in it. And so I became at that moment after reading this article, yet I had these great parents that were telling me why I should be healthy and this and that. But it clicked in that moment. And I was like, man. I got to start cutting out these, you know, extra sugary uh, juices, all these sodas and the junk food, you know. So I became more health conscious, which we all got to be. We got to be more health conscious. So now it's a choice. Do I want to eat this cake or do I want to eat this apple? What will the cake benefit versus what the apple will benefit? You know what I mean? And so taste versus. uh, No, go ahead. Go ahead. Taste versus, you know, the, the actual what it affects. Exactly. I have my, I talk to my nephew all the time. I say, nephew, you know, I know I'm not mom and dad, but I am your uncle. I am blood. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, when you come in my place, I'm gonna let you know what it is, you know? And, um, you're not just going to be in my cabinets. You're not just going to be in the fridge. You're going to ask me. And then I'm going to say, you know, okay, Gregory, does that, uh, taste good or does it benefit your body? And a lot of times, you oh, it tastes good. I want some chips. I want some some juice, some soda, some candy, whoop-de-whoop-whoop, right? And I'm just like, Gregory, you know, it tastes good, but it's not good for you. It's not going to be good for your brain, your heart, your lungs, your liver, all these things, you know? And these are the reasons why. And I try to break down to kids, especially my nephew, why something is better for you than this. And why, you know, you should make the decision to possibly choose this over this. And in my and when he come to my house, he don't got no choice anyways. I'm gonna be like, hey, you gonna eat this or you, you know, you gonna be hungry? And eventually he'll he'll eat it and be like, oh, it wasn't that bad or this and that. And it's just like, you know, there's a lot of kids, younger individuals, but adults too. Yeah. But at the end of the day, once again, we were just talking about being health conscious, and, having the choice. And uh, I feel like we're in just like the perfect spot as far as age and just generation because we have people younger than us that still look up to us like big like the big brother or but we also have people the elders that also set the example it's kind of like two roads because you see some people you know living true to themselves uh fulfilling things setting a good example then you see the people that regret not taking the risks of doing stuff and i feel like soaking gaming is somewhat important for the uh, younger generation because i feel like i learned everything at a young age Mm -hmm. so if we can just relay it over just think of the potential the kids could have if they didn't have to go through 18 years, 19 years of 
know, being programmed to have to unlearn it, to relearn, you know, what really benefits them. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, man, the more you pay attention to life, it is an agenda. Mm. You know, if you want to believe in it or not, there is some high elite figures, the the 1%, they call it, and then the, the shadow people that's behind them that I believe is pulling a lot of strings, especially in America. You know, they say America is the land of the home and the free and the brave. But, man, the way the more you start paying attention and unlocking the truths of this world, it's like, yeah, maybe there might not be slavery no more, but we might be mentally enslaved. And this is a lot of, I don't know, I don't, I don't feel like I resonate with a lot of uh, the stuff going on here, but I know I was put here, you know, for, for a good reason. So I'm just I'm kind of like neutral or just observing all of it mm-hmm. at the same time. Cause it's definitely a show. It feels yeah. like it feels like a show, and a lot of stuff happening, just at the most random of times. But it's not even random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the divine timing, or whatever you want to call it. But we are our own characters in our own movies. Um, dictating our choices dictates what kind of journey we gonna go on, what kind of problems we gonna encounter, or what kind of problems we can overcome to help us learn from the lesson that we needed to learn. Right. And and I always say life is my teacher and I learn from it. Good and bad experiences. I'm trying to grow. Um, And people more so look at experience. Oh, it's a trauma. It's this and that. And it can be and it can be hurtful. And we're humans. We got these emotions and we tie our emotions to, you know, memories that hurt us or that, you know, are the most memorable. My happiest moment in my life. And a lot of people's happy moments is where when they kids Mm -hmm. or it could be retrospect maybe not because of their parents or their environment um epigenetics is what they call it you're not um you grow up a certain way because of your environment not necessarily all the time because of the genes you get from your parents and a lot of the trauma like speaking of epigenetics what you're talking about it's it's stored in the cells physically Mm -hmm. so you you have these uh bursts and don't realize what they are it could be linked to you know, someone in like later or before in your generation going through the same trauma, but yeah. it's still living in you because it wasn't addressed. Now you got to be the one to heal it. Yeah. What do they call it? Like uh, generational curses or generational karma, karmic, what is it called? Karmic like, traces? Karmic yeah, cycles. Cycles, traces. something like that. Um, And I feel like once we become aware of these things, it's like, oh, you're going to have diabetes because your grandpa had diabetes and your mama had diabetes. It's like, we don't have to, it doesn't have to be, yeah, we can be more prone to it, but now we have, we don't have to give into it and be like, oh, okay, let me keep eating the way they was eating. Cause they're not aware of, it's not genetic or it's not like hereditary. It's just, you're doing the same things that they did. I, I heard a quote. It said, uh, I forgot where it came from, but it definitely hit different. It, it said, uh, history doesn't repeat itself. Man does. Ooh, that's, that's, deep. So, that's a good one. So I, I definitely resonate with the, if you change your habits, like like what I was saying earlier, influence, like, you could definitely break the cycle in your family and uh, do something that nobody expected you to do. And shit. Yeah. So what we're trying to say, y'all, is be the change in your family that affects the rest of the families. Be the right? change you want to see. Be the change you want to yeah. see. And it will continue to go down, and then you'll the day you go and the day it's your time, you're going to feel good about the day. You know, it's okay. I put in my, I made my mark, right? And I impacted the people that I wanted to impact, and now I'm okay. And so let's get into 
why we was talking about the purification process earlier. And I do, but before I, before I dive into it all the way, I do believe, like we spoke on this a few times, that there is an agenda that the elites wanted to put on. Have you ever heard of the secret covenant? No, I have A little bit? No, I, you I've haven't? Heard of, I've heard a little bit of it, but I need a refreshing, man. Okay, okay. So look, I just, I brought this little file here, and you guys can go Google it, whatever. Uh, it's pretty easy to find. It's called a secret covenant, and it's a basically about, you know, this this document that these high-level figures basically put together and it was like they it was like a hundred years of time that they're like, we gotta start implementing this now to basically control the people. And so this is why we're gonna develop and talk about the purification process because not only did this type of stuff affect us, it affected our families, our our moms and dad, grandmas, generation after generation. And so look, there's a whole whole lot of it. I'm just gonna state a few of them when it comes to our physical and what we ingest. So it says right here. And the fourth line, we will keep their lifespan short and their minds weak while pretending to do the opposite. So there's a bunch of illusions and stuff that go on in America. Let me continue to go. We will use soft metals, aging, accelerators, and sedatives in food and water also in the air. And when you start thinking about all the chemicals and stuff that are in our foods and how we don't even know half the time what the chemicals are in our foods because there's a thousand different ingredients, we're not questioning that. <laughs> go oh, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's crazy too that you were talking about this because a lot of the stuff in America, like the food, man, I hear people all the time telling me that out of the country they eat the same exact thing that they ate here, but they lost weight over there. Oh yeah, I've heard a lot of that. Yeah, um, it's you got to become aware of things. Yeah, we yeah. definitely got to become aware. I just want to f- say a few more, and then when you guys get the time, y'all look at this whole document because it go crazy. Um, but it says we will use. Oh, I said that one already. Sorry. They will be blanked by poisons everywhere they turn. The soft metals will cause them to lose their minds. We will promise to find the cure from our many fronts, yet we will feed them more poison. I'm going to give you one more because it's, oh, my God, y'all got to read this when you get a chance. The poisons will be absorbed through their skin, mouths. They will destroy their minds and reproductive systems. So when you start becoming more health conscious and aware of things that we ingest on an everyday and even when you think about chemtrails, if you want to believe that or not, the oxygen in certain areas just ain't good for our lungs. That's why we got to go out in nature and take walks where the the air is cleansed. Washington, that's why we love Washington because nature oh, yeah, walks in the air green. just it's nice. And just like, you do you ever wonder why you always get that like you're at home feeling when you just around trees like a bunch of them and the air just feel crispy. Like, yeah, it feels like. A filter or something, bro. It's, yeah. it's just different than the city. Taking in them deep breaths. So I know I, we've been keeping y'all on edge, but it's finally we about to introduce it, okay? Uh, so yeah, the purification yeah. process, you know, I like to say awakening the true essence of self, right? And it, But it starts, I like to say it starts with the mental. You know, you cannot execute anything if your mind isn't right to go do it. Um, they always say, oh, the physical on the outside, which you can see, can dictate how a person is but no you'll never know if somebody's on their last day it all depends and it starts in the mind right everybody doesn't tell you everything you might see one perspective of me or one perspective of jordan but you don't know the full story you know anybody can be going through some things that you'll never know you'll never know um and so the first part is getting your mind right getting your mind right will connect you to the physical and that's what ingestion what you're going to put in your system. That's number two, the physical part of it, you know, being health conscious like we've been speaking of. And that will, I like to say, 
help us make our light brighter. Yep. Right? The light gets brighter, and then other people's light get brighter because your light getting brighter. Right? And once again, when people, they say, become famous or become professional athletes, it's like they figured out how to unlock their potential, and they had mastery with their focus. And they aimed that focus straight forward at what they wanted in life, and they kept going until they got it. Right? But that takes a mental strength. Mm-hmm. Mental strength and, you know, a lot of times they're focused on their health. Yeah. And you, you got to have, you definitely got to have the vision. The why is, the, that's like the ingredients to the purification process. Mm-hmm. Before before using the tools, you got to know what you're working with. Like when you're cooking something, you got the recipe. The first thing you need to look on the list is how many, like what are the ingredients I need? Why do I, like, if I want to get to here, what do I have to do? Why do I feel this way? And just get get into the root of it. Yeah. Yep. 100% agree because, you know, once again, we have to be more aware. Awareness is the key. Awareness. You know? oh my, go no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, awareness, uh, comprehension as well. I agree. you can see something, but uh, perception, man, uh, you'll see it in five different ways, like in, in due time. Yeah. Uh, I tell people all the time. You know, you may not like it, but doing some puzzles from time to time will help you gain perspective because now you're looking at things from different angles. You know, I had a series of time where I was doing a lot of different puzzles and I'd be like, man, this puzzle don't have all the pieces. It don't have all the pieces. I've been looking at this and I cannot find this piece and I didn't scroll through all of them. And then I'll be like, let me take a break. Let me go eat some food. Let me come back to this puzzle tomorrow. And then I'll come back to the puzzle tomorrow, look at it from a different perspective, and be like, man, there was the piece right there. I had to turn it a few times, and I put it in there. I'm like, man, I started thinking about life a lot different. I can't look at something from one view. I have to look at it from multi-angles. All angles. All angles. And so, once again, you have the mental aspect of getting you in that mind process to dedicate yourself with hardcore focus on what is it that I want out of my life? Do I want to change my life? Do I want to transform my life? How do I do that? Once again, what's the, what's the ingredients? Yep. And it's also, it's not a part-time thing. You can't just do it in front of people and then by yourself, fuck around. Like, man, <laughs> I, I, I've a, done that. I've done, it, I've done it myself too before I really started taking the steps. You got to embody it. If you really want change and if you really dream for that, why are you doing everything else but your dream? You have to drop everything for your dream. You hear, you hear because you have a dream. Yeah. If you don't like something, figure out how to change it. You know, you don't like how you live and figure out how to reach out to your resources. You know, there's always somebody that's probably doing what you want to do or, or has already done it. You know, that's mm-hmm. why it's good to have mentors. It's good to connect to other people because, once again, it's hard to do things by yourself. But you do have to do some soul searching within yourself to actually know what it is that you want. Cause a lot of people, they're like, I don't know what I want to do. You know? So what you just going to be a bump on a log, live with your family your whole life. You know, I'm not saying living with your family is not a, is not a good thing, but you have to have some type of passion to give you purpose to live. And you got to think outside the box too. Most people aren't going to follow what they really want to do. So they're going to judge you for that. And they're projecting how they feel about themselves. So you can't even let it get to you. You got to drop how people see you when you're doing this because you're going to mess up. You're not going to be your your best when it comes to performing things when you're following your dreams. So, man, who like just drop what you drop what uh, your care to like how people see you. 
Exactly right. that ju- that judgment factor, mm-hmm. right? The judgment factor, and even uh, accepting failure. Failure is okay. It's a fast way to learn and go forward. You know, I don't like to say I had success all the time, right? But my failures helped me succeed. Without failure, I couldn't get success, right? And so people don't know how to accept their mistakes. Accept your mistakes and just say, this is not bad. I just got to improve. You know, I always say when I have a kid one day, I want to try to avoid using the words good and bad. How about let's improve, let's get better. You know, you're you're at this level one right now, and that's okay. We all start level one in all these areas of these skill sets. But you can get better the more you focus and the more you say, I want to get better. I want to be better at this. And, and guess what, dad or mom, I want to continue to grow and try to get to a point where I'm really good at this. And then what happens next? Once you become really good at something, I feel like you got a you got a personal um, thing that you need to give back to people. Yep. Like you got to teach it now. What's the point of dying with this beautiful skill set that you just got? Give it back. Because if you can, well, I'm sorry to cut you off. If you know something really well, the levels of understanding, understanding, overstanding, uh, that means you can teach it. But if you can't teach it, I don't know for sure if you know it really well. And uh, applied nonsense is more. effective than unapplied information like mm. unapplied high level information so if you're learning all this stuff and you're not really going out there for yourself if you're going off of people's other people's experiences you're never really going to get what you were looking for out of it and you're you'll feel lost still you'll you'll still be uh, searching for like your vision and what you really mm. want and how to purify yeah yeah and it's just like i would say the third part you know you got the mental the physical the third part of the purification process is understanding the elements, um, nature, the ground that's underneath your feet, the sun, uh, the water. Like there's elements in this world that can apply our field, our bodies, and rise us up to our enhance our temple, right? As an important thing that I do all the time that I try to get other people to do is go outside in nature, in the grass, Take your socks off. Take your shoes off. Like, I think when we're kids, we're babies. We want to do that. We don't even want to put on socks. We don't want to put on shoes. You know, we just want to be out there in nature with, you know, as little as possible. Playing in the mud. Exactly. That's that's how you got immune. You got dirty. Yeah, and you took in certain things, and it helped enhance your body. Um, But with the art of walking on the ground with bare feet, it's called grounding. Mm -hmm. or, Or some say call it earthing. Um, look into that, you guys, but it just has many benefits. It's just, you know, they call it Mother Earth for a reason. The the Earth is going to give you things that you need to help you. Um, and the, so, go ahead, sorry. The ground is electromagnetic. So when you put your feet in the ground, uh, the Earth itself sucks out the negative energy, the negative ions that are traveling through your body and uh, recycles it into photon energy. And it brings it throughout the rest of your vessel. And that's how it amplifies your magnetic field. That's why when you're around nature, just just think next time you're around a whole bunch of trees or just by a river or something, pay attention to the thoughts that come to you. Because a lot of the times, the setting is very important. You'll, you'll think differently in the city compared to, you know, being with yourself or being around birds, like even yeah. just... It's it's a big factor, the the influence factor. It's an easy way to clear your mind, right? That We hear this all the time. Go outside, get some fresh air. You need to cool down, right? And so when people are out in fresh air or they're in nature, 
it helps them channel their thoughts. Um, a lot of people like to write. They like to take notes. They like to really focus on how do I improve my life? And the best way is to do that sometimes is they out by a waterfall. They out, you know, putting their feet in the ground with the trees, with nature, embracing it. And I believe me personally, I believe the nature around me is helping me mm-hmm. in that sense to say, Marquise, you needed this. You need to get out more. You know, go out here more because you're in this environment and a lot of people, they aren't purifying. They're not cleansing. They're not detoxing to raise their vibrations, to live the lives they want to live. Because I've, I feel with the purification type process through the mental, physical and spiritual, you will start to get the things that you want because you're living at a certain frequency that's in line with what you want. But you can't get there if you're putting these bad things in your system and you don't have the right friends around you. You don't have the right circle. Uh, you're not watching the right things on TV or listening to the right kind of music. You will be what your choices make you be. And most people take the uh, take the initiative to better themselves only when they uh, feel like shit, like when they're yeah. not doing good. Yeah. So once you can get out of the fact of, like, you have to heal – only when you're doing bad. If you do it when you're good, you're just building yourself up. Why do you have to wait till you go all the way down to here to want to do better for yourself? Because if you kept it consistent, you could reach levels that you never visualized at first because shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's facts, bro. Like, we don't know how powerful we are or how amazing, how wise. The things that we can unlock within us it's boundless, limitless. I don't, I don't even know what we can't unlock or yeah. what we can't reach. Even the word limit, that's something you put on yourself. So technically, we're limitless. Um, and that all, go ahead, sir. Uh, a lot of this stuff gets brought out of you. Uh, a lot of your potential is when you're going through the harsh times because it, it kind of balances it. Like, why do you need all this energy if you're not going through the pressure? Like, yeah. That's why people say pressures make... A pressure makes diamonds. You can't find pearls unless you go to the bottom of the ocean. You got to dig to to find the treasure. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. And I want to touch on something you said earlier, you know, like you basically saying why only when we feel bad do we have to think about being good, right? And so I remember, you know, I see a lot of people, they they got diseases or they're sick and they have to change their diets, Right. They have to change what they consume on a day to day. And they they portray it all the time in movies and shows. Oh, such and such. You have this. So you're going to have to start eating more greens. You're going to have to start doing a liquid diet, this and that. And this will help your body recover. Right. And that makes me think, why get sick, then be healthy? Yeah. Why not be healthy to prevent getting sick? Yeah, because. It just <laughs> no. it doesn't make sense. Right. And so. Once again, once we become aware of these things and we look at the word healthy, which has heal in it and diet, which has die in it, you know, it's just like stop using certain words and just adapt a healthier lifestyle in your life. Um, Because once again, it won't only affect you to the utmost highest of levels, but it'll affect people around you. It might even help you choose your spouse. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see, you know, she ain't really thinking before she talking. That ain't a healthy mm-hmm. mindset. Uh, what she eating? She eat all that, that McDonald's and blah, blah, blah. Ooh, I don't know about all that. And so, because you want to attract somebody that's somewhat like-minded like you. Because if you get together with somebody that's like-minded like you, now y'all can manifest things way faster. 
Y'all have same type of visions and think about the kids. Y'all on the same page. The kids is going to evolve way before y'all did. Mm. And that's that generational change that we want. We change ourselves to affect the younger generation. And then the younger generation helps the world evolve. Yeah. And that just, that's powerful. That's very, very powerful. And um, once again, that keeps us on that road to becoming the best versions of ourselves. And so I think I think we hit it. I think we wrapped yeah, up was, and uh, and uh, we trying to once again, you guys transmute this information to y'all because we live it all the time and our mindset is on it on an everyday. Um, we're constantly learning. No way, shape, or form do we got it all. And we're not perfect, like because we're talking about stuff like this, like purification. We're going through all uh, directions of the spectrum. We're talking about what we learned from it, though. So when we speak, we're we're talking about how we applied ourselves in those uh, certain circumstances. And nothing's going to be perfect. There's always going to be dark sides of everything. So just ex- being accepting of who you are and that. Just don't judge. Every, yeah. Nobody's perfect, bro. So yeah. just be yourself. Be yourself and understand the full yin and yang. Live above them both. You know what I mean? Accept it as a whole. Uh, there's a coin with two sides, but it's still one coin. You know, so learn to love yourself more. That's got to be important because without loving yourself on a high level, none of these things can be reached that we're talking about. Uh, these things were reached or still continuing to be reached because we said, let's take more importance of ourselves. And we do want to live up to our dreams and our, our biggest goals in our lives, but we cannot do that if we don't take the importance of ourselves. So once again, our big message that we want to give to you guys today is just love yourself a little bit more today and always, always continue to strive to be the best version of yourself. Yeah.